Scoop de doop. Roop de doop. Crumpus. Hey, you know what rhymes with crumpus? Pompus. So if Eminem did a rap, he could be just like, it's Christmas time. I'm hanging out like Crumpus, moving along these assholes, the pompous. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I see what you did there. Not an official rhyme, but you make it work like hinge and orange, you know? You kind of just slip that in there. Like, <laughs> Are you ready for the summer? You know what else it rhymes? You know what else Krampus rhymes with? Krampus rhymes with Twitter. Squidum at the Underscore Podcastle. Nerd 35 live, back, black, and in action. Coming at you. Hey. Sorry, I had some rattling uh, going on in my office here, and it was completely distracting me. I had to get up, and my Eagles, uh, Eagles beer tin, it's like a beer bucket. It was kind of rattling yeah. against the TV stand. Sorry. Sorry. The they just can't handle the bass. The bass. The bass. The bass. <laughs> so what's going on, man? What's what's kicking? What's we, happening? Uh, I was in uh, I was in Jupiter this weekend. I went up there. Um, oh, a couple a couple uh Ooh, regular astronaut. Ooh, a regular Robin God of the Air. I don't know what this is. I don't even know what this is. Ooh, regular barrel of beads. When I told Heather, she's like, oh, well, you know, the boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Have fun. <laughs> is, that a real, is that a real quote? I think that That's was like, great. that was like, you know, the girls' weird hand things, clap move things that they would do on the playground in grade school. Miss Mary Mac, Mac, Mac and the girls Mac's all dressed go in to black. Jupiter, get more stupider, you know. <laughs> You know what else that is, too, ironically? The, the day of tonight show. <laughs> Nerd 35, colon. The boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. And it's going to be spelled like with A's because it's like a little... Because yeah. I, picture, I picture, hey, Ashley, still with that New York accent, which clearly she doesn't have. You know, John, you're going up to Jupiter to get stupider. <laughs> Take the trash out and feed Mac. Don't make me backhand you. You're Look not going to Jupiter without your car keys. Turning over 401ks. You're not going to Jupiter without your car keys. Hey, I'm still going out. So, yeah. I go to so Jupiter. you're Jupiter. Kind of a guy's weekend away thing. You know, my buddy's wife was going to be out of town with his kids. So he was like, you know, let's plan something. Let's go to Jupiter. I knew nothing other than there was this really cool brewery there called Civil Society Brewery. It's really cool. The logo alone sold me. Oops. It's a, a French bulldog. With a bow tie. Just Sold. his head. Just his head. How quickly can I give you this PayPal link to send you money <laughs> just to give to that company? I don't even want anything returned. I just want to give them money. I want anything you have with that logo on it. I bought two glasses. Their one-year anniversary isn't until November, so they're, like, brand new. Oh, nice. Yeah. The best time to barter with them. Exactly. Sir, this menu are fixed prices. I'll give you a quarter for this. You need and to leave. Everything... To me, seemed cheaper that it than it eventually will become at this place. Ah, you know what I mean. The not, virgin uh, stage. Yes, the hymen has not been punctured. Yes, the Richter scale has not been waving. We're just, you know, getting going. Beer right. Two, beer two in. Uh, and out of nowhere, my one buddy says, "What's on everyone's bucket list?" 
Oh, nice. And I, the movie? I yeah. <laughs> Jack yeah. Nicholson's finest film. Morgan Freeman's <laughs> most enriching voice. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Yeah, the old guys in the home that are like, let's go skydiving. We're going to die soon. It kind of made that term, the bucket list, like a, you know, mainstream. I didn't know what it was until that, that movie. I don't think so either. It's almost like maybe they made it up. Because I'm lazy. I have ADD, so I don't have a bucket list. I have a bucket list. Where it's <laughs> like, you want to go to the beach this weekend? I'm like, Fuck. yeah, but I kind of ate a lot of food. Fuck it. <laughs> no. No, I don't. I need to let this digest. And I don't want to go in the pool either. Not for 30 minutes. And didn't we have plans tomorrow for brunch? For brunch on Sunday? Yes. Fuck it. Fuck that too. Fuck, Fuck that, that too. It's too. not happening. I'll still not have a stomachache. Not going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, 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 I'm familiar with the film, but I, what was the bucket list situation? Real this, quick. This shocker. Breaking news in the NBA. The number eight seed wins again against the number one seed. The Bulls upsetting the Celtics in Boston and now take a two games to nothing lead back to Chicago. Ooh, what was the score? Dude, Dwayne Wade and Rondo were like the Dwayne Wade and Rondo of old. They were nailing threes at the end, just crushing them 111 to 97. 14. Oh my gosh. 14 point swing. He waited Rondo of ye old times. Rondo had 14 assists. Wade had 19 points. They just were amazing. Oh, wow. Tearing it up. I watched the whole game on my NBA app on my Roku. Ooh. Oh, how'd, that, how'd that work out? For free. So cool, dude. The camera angle that is on, there's like four different feeds you can pick. And one of them has oh, a, cool. a camera following. Uh, the Isaiah Thomas on the Celtics and a camera following Jimmy Butler on the Bulls. Then a camera that's like shooting at the uh, Bulls head coach. Then a camera shooting at the Celtics head coach. Uh, oh, like wow. Four square. It's biz- it's really weird. I want to hook up the, the NBA app. I watched just the uh, it's free. I watched just the camera that was on Isaiah Thomas the whole time, dude. So for a lot of the game, I didn't even see the ball go in the hoop. I could just hear the announcers announcing it because the camera was just on Thomas. And he was such a baby. He's such a bitch. He was just complaining and whining the whole game. Oh, no, game. what a poor sport. I know. It was so hard to watch. And I know some shitty things happened to him uh, last weekend. His sister died in a car oh, crash. Yeah, that's terrible. That That was pretty brutal. On the same day that... Todd Heap, former tight end of the Ravens, like drove into his daughter and killed That's, her. That is that that guy, that poor family, dude. I mean, talk about a damn heartbreak. That is horrible. But anyway, um, yeah, it was really interesting watching a game really focused on only one player. Really and cool. it's a free app. It's so free. like they broadcast the games for free. I guess so, during the playoffs. That's amazing. I know, because it's not part of any like cable package I have. I guess baseball, they don't have anything like that, because that's pretty built in. Right, baseball just has the MLB thing that you have to pay for. And the, Dodgers, the Dodgers haven't even been broadcast here in four years on TV. What? Talk about L.A. is broke. What? Unless you have Spectrum. You need a special, special cable provider, which most people don't have. They either have Time Warner Cable or AT&T. So, like, millions of fans don't get the game. They, 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 they get it if they play 
if they play if they play in another city, they'll get like the feed from TBS or from whatever. Like they'll they'll usually able to get it that way. But they have a monopoly spectrum on the Dodgers. So for four years now, it's been blacked out. So if you're a fan, you can't watch it unless you have it. And negotiations just fail every year. They're like, well, let's try to do this. How does somebody really like Magic Johnson let that happen? That's what I. That's what I've been saying. Preaching to the Buzz Tabernacle Choir. I was hoping that he would like step in and be like, "We got to get it done." That's what Trump should do. Trump should step in and be like, "We got about ISIS right now with the Dodgers to be shown." Like I'd be all about Trump if he just like. Well, I'm just gonna have very smart, intelligent people, the best. Forget about uh, Saudi Arabia right now. Uh, you mean Syria? Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I was eating chocolate cake, sorry. Forget about 7-Eleven right now. You need Syria. You forget about that, too. The brown people. Yeah, but it's ridiculous. But anyway, uh, the bucket list thing. I'm I really hate curious. the question. I hate it. It's too broad. It requires a lot of thought. It's not a specific question like the game Never Have I Ever, you know? Like, it's like, uh, Never Have I Killed Somebody. No. <laughs> you know? Like, th- yeah, right. it doesn't require not- a lot of thought. F. Mary Kill. Right. The bucket list is so broad and too general. So off the top of my head, I just spit out uh, Fenway and Wrigley. I want to see a game at each. Yeah. Very reasonable. Don't you feel like you're on the spot, too, when people ask you questions like, if money wasn't an object, what would you be? It's like, now now I'm thinking about, like, an answer of how it's going to be interpreted, not what I would really do. If money wasn't an object, I wouldn't do shit. I I mean, I really wouldn't. It's yeah, like every day up. would be different because money isn't an option. And ADD kicks in. You end up in <laughs> Saudi Arabia. I could end up buying a two-week ticket to London, living there for two weeks, flying from there to Italy, staying there for two weeks, flying from there back home, staying here for a month, binging a TV show. Then, you know, it, Absolutely. it would just be madness. <laughs> yeah. I think Wrigley and, and Fenway, those are two good things. Yeah, that's just bucket list. It's like if I had a list of things I really want to – I just right. take it as things you want to go do or see. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like I have Africa in mind. I want to go on like a, a safari. Yes. You know, like like in Africa. I want to get the shots, like the malaria shots or whatever because there's – you know, you have to get shots before you okay. go over there and go out there and like Australia or something like that. Maybe uh, – Down yeah. under. Yeah. But – down on that. I think I think those are good. Added a knife. Yes, here's a knife. That's a spoon. Oh, you see, you played knife with spoony before. My bu- My buddy says, uh, uh, Coons, Bob Coons says, uh, every he would like to go for a whole season of NASCAR to every race, like follow the drivers as they oh, go. Oh, that, that's cool. Week to you week. could do like a documentary about that. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would like be Like the endless summer. Or like... Or if you went to, I mean, you would have to have some major money to pull this off. Uh, every <laughs> Eagles, like, away game one season. Oh, that would be great. You know, I've, like, read yeah. about people that do that. Yeah, every Eagles away game. People do that with baseball, too. I've had some buddies that followed the Phillies, like, 2007, 2008. They went to their West Coast leg, Ooh. where they were, like, San Diego. Uh, Arizona. It is Angels. actually Los Angeles, Denver. San Diego, San Francisco, and Arizona. Because they have all the teams in order. Oh, meticulous, so regular. Alfred E. Einstein. Oh, very mathematical and therapeutic. A regular Isaac Asimov. 
Oh, very statistically correct and mathematically sound, a regular, a regular Galileo. <laughs> Galileo. Galileo, Galileo. A regular, regular Copernicus. So, uh, right. so I get it. Twitters. Uh, then the guy who poses the question jumps in because I couldn't really like add to Fenway and Wrigley says, "Hmm, I gotta, I gotta say, getting my ass licked by a Chinese girl." What? But oh, really? Yeah. But really, I want to win the lottery and spread the wealth, creating enterprises that long outlive my life that ultimately help the world. My world. How could you, how could you plan winning the lottery? How can that be bucket list? You can't plan that. It's like saying. Uh, I plan, you know, my bucket list is to, uh, you know, grow a full set of hair again at 70 yeah. when I wake up. My bucket, list, my bucket list is to acquire the powers of Rumpelstiltskin and sow <laughs> hay into gold. <laughs> my bucket list is to turn my eyes into saucers, uh, to saucers of gold and just spew them towards the, the, the poor children of Bangladesh. My, my, my bucket said. list is to, to grow jade from my loins and sell them on the barter discount to Bombay, which jade. is now called Mumbai. Now, so I I responded. Um, he's, I was like, I don't think you get it that you can't have win the lottery as a bucket list. That's like I wish to invent time travel to go save JFK. That's my <laughs> bucket list. I wish to invent time. Travel to, to assassinate Hitler. Right. I wish to be uh, immune to all disease. It's like, <laughs> what? It, it, it's like not bucket list. It's utter fantasy. I want to be able to breathe underwater. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to achieve the gift of flight. So, so he. I want to achieve the gift of teleportation. So so he thinks that the bucket list is like a wish list, like a fantasy list. Like I wish I had a billion dollars and. AIDS was cured in a day, and I was on thrones of garland. I want a 10-inch penis for my bucket list. <laughs> and a 20-inch pianist to play and sit on it. That's what he wants. Did you, did you, uh, what did he say? What was his result? He said nothing. He just kind of like realized. We just pummeled him with these, with what yeah. we're saying. Um, you set him straight. Yeah, and the he just kind of realized that it wasn't it's not bucket list that he's thinking of he, he's thinking of like if you win the lottery what would you do dear santa <laughs> Idiot. this christmas i would like a vcr and to fly love Pete. dear santa this christmas all i want is a snowmobile nothing else <laughs> nothing more nothing less but a snowmobile get your elf dear, to work dear santa I would like a limousine this weekend with a big hot tub for my feetsies and my footsies. My footsies. I got to show you this. So I'm on the setting now for the Clippers. Uh, I forget who they're playing. Uh, jazz. That app sounds better and better, man. Dude, Clippers, Jazz. It's the pregame. It's the pregame warm-ups. It's like the shoot-around. And I have it on the Mosaic setting, which is four different cameras. Mm-hmm. One's shooting... At the Clippers shoot around, one shooting at the Jazz, one shooting at the coach, and one's like way up in the rafters shooting the whole the whole scene. Are you keeping up with it to have like the four screens all at once? I mean, I know you can. 
Is it beneficial? Well, it's just cool because there's always something to look at if there's... Because you can see everything or you can see things close up. And the specific things that you see close up sometimes are really... You're seeing really cool shit. Like, it's almost like they don't even know they're on camera. Oh, wow. It's really sexual. I think they should do that, the mosaic, but the top left is like the action of the game. And the top, the other three, the right, the bottom two, are uh, things that are not interesting at all parts of the game. <laughs> like the water yes. boy, like, like putting ice cubes in the Gatorade. And the other one is like a fan, like trying to find his seat. And the other one is a hot dog guy cleaning up mustard that he spilled in his shoe. And you're like, oh, no, I'm getting the real fill of the game. Like, I feel like I'm there. You this, know, I feel like I'm there. This is what and, they, ooh, they should, this is the other the option page. they should offer. You get to see, like, the concession stand workers. Like, two, one yeah. camera's on the the boys that wipe up, like, sweat on the floor, you know, and there's, like, a Yeah, scuffle. yeah, the sweat boys. The sweat boys. <laughs> the sweat boy. The guy in the bathroom peeing sweat that the urinal that's talking too much. Yeah. You know, like, hey, how about that shot? That was good. Yeah, it was really good. Hey, man, while I was here last week, I was seeing Billy Joel... Man, he said, if I eat another fucking cheesesteak, I'm going to explode. Yeah, no, that's great. Come on, let's go, let's go. Dude, this could be an amazing idea. If we could have cameras just in random places during games, but not on the game. <laughs> like yeah, the game is on in the background. I think he just blew my fucking mind. Blew my pants. It's a great idea. I just blew my, blew my ass. Maybe I think they, have, they would have a good idea to do that. But you can see what else is going on there. Yeah, right now they're singing the national anthem, so it's all dark. But they've got a shot on, like, the military dudes. They have a shot, like, in the crowd that looks like it's in seat 34A, you know, second level, between, like, two shoulders of onlookers with their hats off. And then one that's just panning. It's panning the whole thing. Like a metronome. Ooh. Up and down and around. The drones. So what the hell happened to you in a doctor's office? This is this is a funny topic because it leads into a yeah. subtopic of why it's a topic. Yes. Yeah. Last <laughs> night, apparently, I had some wild ideas about topics for the show. I texted John close to the, the bewitching hour of 3 a.m. The hour of the about, let's talk about doctor's offices and hotels. Uh, John reminded me of that this afternoon and no recollection of such thoughts. Now, I just noticed At least that I didn't you, send, like, dick pics. I noticed you were taking a sip of, ooh, what is that, Guinness? Oh, it's a nice Guinness. Nice, oh, nice looks so tender. So, t- so, so nice. juicy. The bishop's collar has blessed this boy tonight. Yeah, nice, nice cold. Well, room temperature Guinness. The room bishop's Guinness. collar. The doctor's office. The bishop's, the bishop's collar. collar. What is that? Yeah. When you pour the Guinness, you know how it has the white froth at the top, the head? Oh. It's called the bishop's collar. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. Yes. And you always leave another uh, pint next to you for the Holy Spirit. Do you... There's many nights when... <laughs> the Holy yes. Spirit, the Holy yes. Ghost. Um, I always thought of Casper. Because I was like, well, it's a nice ghost. So it must be Casper. Yeah, right. Very, the very Holy friendly. Ghost. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's so many nights where... I'll be up and I'll get lost in Wikipedia and I'll think something that I'm reading about is so important that we have to talk about it on the show. And I'll text you this like mess of, of words. Probably yeah, not, good. probably not 
passed by uh, Dorothy Fogel in English class, uh, grammar-wise. What? But they're all good, though. You usually usually give good topics. But sometimes it's kind of hard to remember why you even bring it up. Yeah, it was. You know what? I was trying to think of. I feel like I, I haven't done as good as a job lately of like lay, laying out like topics for the show. You've carried the show. I feel like it's a lot with the planning. I thought we usually I was like, all I really gotta... like come up with them together. We do. We do. I feel like you feeling I stale. Really think like some topics. I felt a little stale for Lack a second. So I, like, I think I, sh- I got to come up. So I was thinking of Dar. I know what it was. I know what. I know what peppered, drunken sperm of a thought flew past the ADD, got past the security, and made its way onto a phone. Was doctor's office kind of weird? I was at the doctor's recently, and it's just a weird kind of thing altogether. Um, you go in there. Everyone's either sick or they're getting checked up. You got to fill out paperwork. They want to like make sure you're legit before they look at you. Oh, man. No matter what time it's scheduled for, you're always waiting like an hour later. Oh, I... And it's always like the worst reading material in most doctor's offices. It's like, oh, highlights from 88. Oh. Thank you. You know? It's just a whole weird thing. You go in there. You sit down. Someone else sees you. They weigh you. And the weight never comes up again. It's not like you're 165 pounds. You should be 150. For some reason, they just weigh you, and you never hear about the weight again. It's never brought up. You don't even know if they work there. They're just asking you to take your shirt off and stand on the scale. And then they ask why you're here. Then the doctor comes in, and he's looking at the chart. And basically, it's like a lot of bullshit just for a two-minute thing for him to go, here's your prescription. I'll see you in three weeks. Oh, yeah. That's all it is. You could almost, and this is so weird, because it just shows and proves how medicine is spreading. The the, the knowledge of, of anything is spreading so quickly. Communication is so instant, blah, blah, blah. We've had this conversation a thousand times. But just think about yeah. like how fairly sure. easy for the common cold it is for you to basically just diagnose yourself. You're like, all right, I know what this is. I can like... F- Go online. I can talk to people. I can throw up symptoms on the internet, and I can pretty much diagnose myself. And there's like natural remedies out there that can like basically do what an antibiotic does. And the doctors are kind of like, doctors are like, uh, yeah, yeah. This is something that your body will just defeat. But here's some stuff so you're not in pain, but you're still gonna be sick. For like yeah. a week. This is just a whole. This is a band-aid to, to weed, weed you over until yeah. until it passes. Oh, yeah, it's it, kind of what it is. They kind of just give you stuff, and uh, I always they say things like, "If I go in there for something like a prescription," and they're like, "Well, you're a mini natural or holistic," and I'm like, "Nope, don't need your hippie shit. I want something made in a lab by the pharmaceutical industry? Give it to me." Approved by the FDA? Don't care. I went there. The, I went there the other week to get something, and they were like, uh, "You know the side effects." And I was like, "Don't care. No problem down there." You know what I and say? I, when they try to warn you, they kind of laugh. When I people, like doctors. It's the whole people, like waiting thing that's funny. When people ever tell me about side effects, you know, oh, the side effects of soy are man tits. <laughs> the side effects. You need a brosier. Side effects of uh, coffee is, you know, whatever, shaky hands. When anyone ever says a side effect to me, I say, yeah, 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 I've heard about that. That's for shitty people. (laughs) Yeah, that's for for quitters. That's for people that don't go the full mile. See me? It says not to drink coffee with this. I'm downing it with two cups. 
Prescription approved, Mr. Clark. Prescription approved. It'll be waiting for you at Walgreens. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. I had a doctor once. I, I used to have eczema on my finger, so I had to go like get tested because I washed my hands so much. Oh. Like, and I got like eczema. Was so that I from went to the Lexus? Ah, uh, no. Because I got there that after. stuff from there. Yeah, you know what? It was shortly after, so it was probably like a remnant of it from yeah, the water. that's soap. So I went to the derm, and it was like a new guy. It was yeah. like one of those like PAs, like a uh, like a internist, if you will. Oh yeah, like not so a was, full, not a full guy. But God. he was like probably good enough. But uh, I was joking around. He, he, I could tell he was like fresh out of med school. So he goes to touch it. I go, I, 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 I wouldn't do that if I were you. And I was dead serious. And he goes, Why? I go, The last doctor that did that woke up and that was growing up his face. And he's like, Huh, huh. And you could tell like he was rattled a little bit. And I was like, No, I'm just fucking with you. Give me some cortisone. <laughs> The Let's last do doctor who did that, I, I said lizard at the same time by accident. And he turned into a lizard. A lizard. Sir, <laughs> lizard. Yeah. <clears throat> Doctors are funny. I, uh, I do enjoy a good doctor. I mean, I think, uh, you know, when you meet a doctor who's not just a smart doctor, but like a smart person, you know, because they yeah. go to school and study one thing for eight years. I mean, yeah. how intelligent in any other area of life could you actually be when you've Very been dedicating smart. so much time to medicine? Yeah. So when you meet an intelligent Extremely guy. And I always shake their hand. Do you shake their hand? Yes. Call them yeah, doctor. I feel like they're, because I'm not, I usually, I don't really ever get sick. So whenever I go to the no. doctor, it's not because like I'm sick. It's because it's like a checkup or yeah. I need like something for my hair or like something, some vanity reason usually. It's never for like. I'm coughing. So I always shake the hand, but I feel right. like if you're sick and coughing, they're probably so like, oh, you know, they're yeah. finding how to insulate themselves. But but then I start worrying, like, I just shook their hand. Who else have they been touching today? Oh. And then I start going to crying game mode in the bathroom. No, see, <laughs> trust your immunity. You yes. have like, you have such like God-given immune system based on your like genetics. You know, yeah. You can like handle shit. You, you know, can handle we, it. We went to St. Jude's school. That place was a petri dish. <laughs> <laughs> that place was a was a was a was a Bunsen burner of, of disease and a cesspool of bacteria. Where's Halsey? He's licking the pole. That place was a reservoir of funk <laughs> and death. <laughs> that place was a lagoon of viruses. That place was a tepid bathtub. <laughs> that place of organisms. And protozoa. <laughs> Mr. Clark, you will pick up the fungi, the fungi, and the fungus with your tongue. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to do any of that. Go ahead. Squid up. At the underscore podcastle. So, yeah, that was the thing. The other thing I mentioned was hotel rooms. And, uh, oh, I did yeah. have a point with that. Jen takes advantage of the hotel rooms. She'll be very nice to the, uh, the housekeeping services in the hallway. And she's like, hey, can I? I'm so sorry to bother you. I ran out of soap. Do you mind if I get a oh, couple yeah, of those I, shampoos for the week? And the they same. give her like, she comes up with like 30 every hotel stay. And it's great yes. because we usually stay at like pretty decent hotels. So a lot of the amenities are like kind of nice looking. So she'll put a bunch Top of these in little bags and give them as like a Christmas present, like a stocking stuffer. That's and you have these idea. like eight little nice products in there that look like spa, like it came from a spa. Like she just cleans came up. from home and body works. They came from bed, bath, and Beyonce. 
You ever walk into one of those places that's nothing but like body lotions and candles and scents? It yeah. is just a punch in the face of yeah. sense. Yeah, you just want like a, a crystal in front of you and to be meditating and levitating off the ground. <sighs> Bed, bath, and Barry Levine. That's all you want to do is Beautiful just rainbow. meditate. Beautiful rainbow. You just want to uh, meditate off that. So that's kind of cool that you guys get all those all that free stuff. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas next weekend. Actually, wow. from Sunday to Tuesday, short trip. Um, oh, that's good. It's like uh, it's like rally yeah. rally days, you know. We all go and like bond. Rally days. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's like rally we all go days? and like party for like three days. Oh, motivational speaker. Oh, I understand. Just when you said rally days, it reminds me of a certain Austrian dictator from the 30s that called similar things the same thing. I, I would start checking your sources. Are you kidding me? Feline complications. To the, I'm totally fucking. There's, there's oh. No, that's, that's not a thing. I was Just rally. Like, anything rally is funny. Wait a minute. KKK rally. <laughs> Wait. Now is the, the grand wizard, I mean the, the president of uh, AGH Healthcare. I'm not going to say the real name. They're going to call it Rally Weeks Matter. Rally. Start calling it uh, a few Finyaga. You're like, I don't, I don't particularly like the name of this. Can we just call it Summit? Summit to me is always funny because you always, you know, I'm sure you get a lot of spam emails of like, come join the tech conference in San oh, Jose. Gosh, the podcast Summit. Yeah. So, but the Summit is always, I always think of like the leaders of, of, of the highest leaders in each field joining hands on top of a mountain, a summit, <laughs> like, the zenith of the peak of the summit of the podcast, the finest and most glorious town shine. Really, it's just a guy in a room. There's just like a guy, like the, the COO of Yahoo comes in and be like, keep your dreams alive, pay 200 bucks. And you're like, I'm yeah. learning things. Right, yeah. We're all just saying the same stuff in, in different words. Yeah. You know what I want to do? I, I hate words. like expos and conferences, but I would love to go to like a podcast one for the podcast and have like a booth and give out like shit. Like I hate doing it for my own job, but if we like paid money and got into one of those, I think that would be great to like give out swag all day. Yeah, I mean, we should do that. Could give out something that they could like hear. Hmm. We could just give them like something that says like Twitters. Twitters. We give them, yeah, it's one of those cards. We we put something empty in their hand. You didn't give me anything. Yes, I did. I gave you life. Gave you uh, you're too laughter. cheap to give us anything. Tweeters. Tweeters. Endless laughter and joy. Bobbleheads. Tweeters. Oh. Talking bobbleheads. Tweeters. Bobbleheads. You know, for the radio station I worked for, I drew uh, the um, South Park guys, but all of the DJs, like myself and the four other guys, like as South Park characters. Maybe I should oh. do that for us. Oh, yeah. I remember you posted something about that. Was that on the John and Agnes show? Oh, wait, maybe I guess I did it for that, too. <laughs> I do remember that. I guess I did. That's pretty good. Yeah, with Kate and Dwight. Um, yeah, yeah you drew it. Three of us. And that'd be really cool if I could get everyone else who's appeared on the show and have them, like, in the background and up hanging on trees and, you know, swinging from hairy vines. Yeah, and skateboarding down a wall of, of flames. Standing on one hand and lifting a rock. Force. Being propelled by the nostrils of, of God into the atmosphere. Tweet us. You have this cool podcast. So you want to 
You want to do a quick break, Rudy, and then come yes. back and uh, do the uh, seventh inning stretch? Let's do a slice, and uh, yes, we'll get into sports with John. We have some really interesting topics uh, that we're going to rifle through, and then some obscure news to wrap up sports with John. Real quick, obscure news. I think I added that to the end uh, after I sent you the original. Ooh. So this will be a curveball. Obscure. And uh, what? Was that it for the first half? We didn't have anything else? Uh, let me see. Isolated Hotel clips. rooms. Was that it? Hotel rooms? You just steal shampoo? <laughs> yeah, that was it. Because United, United screwed up something and my plane broke, and so they gave me a a voucher for the cost of my one way to where I was supposed to go that night that had to wait to to go on the next morning. Oh, just like an extra one-way ticket from Chicago. Yeah, what, what good is that going to be? Eighty-one dollars, and it expired in a month. <laughs> what a what a blowjob! Thanks in the ass. Voucher for one round-trip ticket only from Augusta, Maine, down to Atlanta, when the solstice moon is a right blue in the fourth quarter of the autumn sun, and you have had a Del Taco sandwich. But they only sell the taco in California. Well, then you better start flying, boy. Here, come on. It's a voucher. It's a one-way trip. (laughs) After my whole tirade. From Russia Russia. to the middle of ISIS. Oh, here. Here is a voucher for one one leg of Middle Earth to the Vesuvian planet of Neptune. But, sir, Middle Earth doesn't exist. Neither does your voucher. You're a school teacher, like, admonishing people. Well, you should... Yeah. It's a round-trip ticket. From the glaciers I... of Antarctica to a live volcano. <laughs> In my right hand is a burrito. In my left hand is the third-leg voucher 80% discounted of sixpence for a one-way trip from Antarctica to the planet of Krypton. From the Ugandan jungle. Weighing in at 329 pounds, the Ugandan giant. I'll tell you what, friends, if The Undertaker has ever had a grave challenge, it was Kamala. He's Were you doing the intro there? Deadly. What? 
Did you just what, did you do the intro there, or did you just stay quiet? I couldn't I, see your mouth. I did. Yeah, I covered it. Um, uh, I couldn't hear anything. To get the effect, it's okay. It was picking up on my end. Oh, good. Check I thought maybe you were having a stroke, and I was didn't know whether to laugh. Called nine one one. I'm having a stroke. A stroke of I'm genius having... right now with these isolated <laughs> clips. Oh yeah. Did you listen to any of them? I haven't yet. No, I have. Just because I got them, and we're getting ready to do the show, but it's like a bunch of presents waiting that you're like, yeah. can I open them? Now? I know. I know. Yeah, I love the clips, dude. I listen. I revisit them. I save them all in a special folder called Isolated Clips in the podcast. <laughs> Me too. Actually, mine's yeah. show clips. But uh, it it's fun. You just go back to the first episode, and or, well, not the first episode, but like the first couple episodes, and you just hit play, and the rest it is up forever. Yeah, for, for old shows. But now I think it's time for a little sports as mentioned earlier, Rajon Rondo turned back the clock. Whatever they kept saying, the fountain of youth during the game. Uh, 14 assists, 11 points, 9 boards. Almost a triple-double for Rondo in Game 2 in Boston. The Bulls now head back to Chicago with a 2-0 lead in a best of cinco series. This was the uh, 111 to 98 was the score. 90, 100, 100, 111 to 97. Come on, wow. I know. They got and blown away. They got just knocked the fuck out, Debo. They got the they got the balls punched. How about this? I can't the, ignore they got this. Cracker Jack, right in the hell. This this text here from Biscardi. Uh, oh, was there uh, another one? Um, he, he had to drive like 12, 12 hours of driving. Yeah. Back in the barracks. Oh. What is the barracks? Is that just like his hotel? I guess it's where the troops stay. Oh. Barracks are like the, the camp. Okay. Um, the quarters. The, the quarters. I, I just can't imagine driving in, you know, tiny Europe. You know, I, I, I imagine their streets are kind of crooked and tiny other than the autobahn there's I always a police like chase going on that's like as jason Bourne like jumps over you <laughs> a bunch of mini coopers fly by <laughs> so Vespas. his back biscardi's back after that 12-hour trip has got to be i mean i would require oh. Oh. a deep swedish massage from three Female silverback gorillas. You would need it immediately. Need my silverback point. gorillas. You you collapsed after a long drive. I remember you told me the air once. You're like knees gave out because you were just like seized up from driving so long to Florida or something. No, yeah, it, it wasn't my knees. It was my back, like my mid back, all of a sudden just like disconnected from my spine to my hips. It was like, oh no, nothing, no. nothing works. Nothing works. What yeah. the what the bubble? It requires a pedicure by a winged midget. Yes, it requires a uh, a masseuse by the name of Petraeus to uh, to shave down the corns in your feces. Yeah, that's a long drive. That's a really long drive. I I think after the after you reach like the five six hour mark, you need to fly wherever yeah. you're going. After like a six-hour drive, it's a tough. That that might just be there. Some things you're like, 
all right, we're going to be there for like a week. We can do it. But after like that, you, you might as well just fly. I, re- I mean, the drive from south from here to South Carolina, I think, was like around eight hours, seven to eight hours. And that was really pushing it. Like, yeah. Really pushing But like, you know, the company took care of everything. So that was like. Yeah, and, and if I you're was with, with people, friends, it was kind of like a road trip, Willie. That's different. Yeah, that's fun. I remember like North Carolina Nags Head was like eight hours, and that, but you're there for a week and you're with family and you're like, that's ah, it's fine. Right. You know, you're in a big minivan or something, but to do it solo, which I'm pretty sure he did, uh, I would be too afraid of like falling asleep at the wheel. <sighs> like from Atlanta, Georgia, down to back down to Florida, oh. or M- Milton, Georgia, for Talladega, yeah. which Chupa I will be Chupa? going to. I'll be going to Little Rock this weekend, and then in a week from that weekend, I'm in Talladega. Talladega. Kind of crazy. Ricky Bobby. It's going to be wild. You're going to have all kinds of, of catered affairs to attend and seminars. Phillies beat the Mets 6-2 to two in 10. Yes. They're back. They're back. So, Baylor hires Linda Livingston as its first female president. Waco, Texas, Associated Press reports. Baylor University has hired its first female president as the nation's largest Baptist school faces several lawsuits stemming from a sexual assault scandal. Linda Livingstone comes to Baylor from George Washington University in Washington, D.C., where she has been a dean and professor of management. Her academic career includes previous administration and teaching roles at Pepperdine University and Baylor. If you all forget, places. if you all forget, the Baylor investigation in 2016 found the school had mishandled sexual assault claims for years, and that the football program operated as if above the rules. Which, to me, sounds a lot yes. like Penn State. Yeah, yeah, it is very Penn State esque. Right. In that regard, they're taking but, a page out of their, their playbook. But this wasn't uh, little boys. This was women. And I'm guessing because it's like the second sex scandal and it's Baylor, it's not Penn State. Yeah. It wasn't as big a story. That's what it is. It it, it pales in comparison. It insists upon itself. It's exactly what Barry Bonds' run at the home, single season home run record was immediately three years after McGuire and Sosa just chased it. And, yes. Uh, Maguire breaking it. Remember it's that? Small it was like, potato, small potatoes at that point. It was like, well, Maguire broke it two years ago. It's kind of like becoming not a big deal anymore because these guys all take steroids. Remember that, too, when when, when Bonds broke it? You're, it was like cooler than Maguire, I thought, because it's Barry Bonds. But you're like, it's not really that big of a deal. It's not a milestone. He just hit a couple more, and it, they were juiced. It wasn't like... The excitement when when McGuire and Sosa and even Griffey for a little bit there were chasing it that whole summer, that was the best. Yeah, what was that ninety seven? Ninety Ocho. Okay, I was wor- ninety Snowman. I was wor- I was working right uh, down the road from the Montgomeryville Mall at Einstein Bagels. Ooh, and uh, getting a little schmear action. Yeah. And I just remember in the newspaper every day, it was like Maguire at 55, Sosa at 53 the next yeah. day, you know, and every day they would add. That was an exciting summer for, for baseball. You watch it like the stocks. 
that like. one uh, that 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 one baseball back because the Yankees won the World Series that year and then they won like three more in the next four years and baseball was huge again. Then the Red yeah. Sox. And... It was a cool down after the strike. Right. And then like their attendance was bad and then that yes. like reinvigorated the the spot. Remember the strike was ninety four. And 95 was like half a season. 96, nobody gave a shit. 97, the Marlins like bought their World oh, Series. Oh, yeah. Remember Didn't they, they play Arizona in that? They signed all those. Uh, um, no. They signed all those like free agent veterans to one-year contracts and then yes. released them all. Like the savages they are. Who did they beat? Oh, they beat the Indians. They beat the Indians that everybody loved and everyone wanted to win. Oh, yeah. They, with Kenny Lofton and right. Albert Bell. What a terrible World Series. Shit. And then, luckily, in 98, the home run chase began in baseball, like had a second life. And then about half of the entire league was busted for cheating. Yeah, right. Speaking of cheaters, Grayson Ooh. Allen is coming back to Duke for his senior season. Uh, if we don't remember Grayson Allen, he's the jackass that for some reason is still allowed to play college basketball after tripping three different people at three different occasions. I believe two during an actual game when he was sitting on the bench. What a poor sport. Like, what a douche douche. He averaged 14.5 points, 3.7 boards, 3.5 assists. And he had, had he left Duke after his sophomore year, during which he averaged 21 points, Wow, he would have been selected in the first round. So he had like a down season this year and his stock yeah. and his stock plummeted. And also, he's a he's an asshole. He trips people. Yeah, that that's a, such a shitty thing to do on the court. I mean, like, come on, dude. Like that's 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 the amateur hour. I'm a big Duke fan. I mean, we all know I I, I work with Duke uh Duke University Hospital. You are uh, the Duke. But Coach K, come on, man. How can you allow that on your team? Yeah, was that's, he turning a blind eye? Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's just not acceptable to me. They're probably not calling him out enough. They should probably put a little, the NCAA should put some pressure on him. They're like, hey, there needs to be some penalties here. There needs I to know. be some, some repercussions. It, and, repercussions. And, it, and the NCAA these days, Fair though, it's like anything they try to do, People are like, oh, they're they're a dictatorship. Oh, they can't do anything. It's almost like, well, it's Duke. They're usually pretty nice. Why don't we just keep our mouths shut this time? Yeah. This one, like, we gave Michael Jackson the first kid. We can just <laughs> let this one slide. It's maybe, appropriated. Maybe if Grace and Alan trip someone and they fall on their face and lose all their front teeth, then we'll apply some pressure. Then we'll step our left tether chew in. We'll lump it in there. Um, on to hockey. The playoffs continue. The Sharks down the Oilers 3 nothing. Speaking of the Oilers, Wayne Gretzky this day uh, in 1999 played his very last game as a New York Ranger. Oh, I forgot about that. I know. Yeah. I forgot about that, too. I guess he reunited with Messier? Or, like, were him and Messier ever teammates? Yeah. Because Gretzky's got a weird career to me. I mean, yeah. he's got all the stats. He's just so dominant. But he only has, like, one one championship, and it was real early. Yeah. Like, the numbers were always consistent, but the team as a whole mm -hmm. was, like, preparation H. It just wasn't there. 
was only good for the chapping. Yes, it was only good for the uh, cons. Yeah, he had a, did have a weird career. Career. It was kind of like uh, the number. It was like a uh, like a Patrick Ewing or a who um, was another guy like that that had like excellent numbers, but the team itself. I mean, he had some good teammates for a few years, but there's some of those guys that had uh, great stats. It's like I'm, Clyde I'm, Drexler, maybe. I, I don't have know. Like, I have like a million like rattling through my head. I mean, Earl Earl the Pearl Monroe. Steve Nash has two MVPs back to back, and I think like a scoring title, but no championships. Eric Lindros it, never brought that baby home. Said he would, mm, did it? Promised and cried. McNabb too. I mean, he got us to a Super Bowl, but uh, went to so I know went to so many postseason games and just never just didn't check out. Depressing. Gretzky what? skated his last professional game at Madison Square Garden, while his New York Rangers would lose to the Penguins in an unspectacular two-one overtime loss. Gretzky's biggest highlights occurred off the ice. Off the ice. Warm-ups began with chants of Gretzky, Gretzky for three straight minutes during the Star-Spangled Banner and the O Canada Anthem singers John blah, 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 blah. Uh, After the final buzzer, the great one. See, that's pretty cool. He has the title, the great one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Deserving. Like, Jordan's the greatest of all time, I guess you say. Or the GOAT, I guess. It's, well, that, or it's that, sports. Is that Brady now? Uh, I would say Jordan still for what he could do. Yeah. I mean, they're both arguably the greatest of all time, but Jordan, I mean, could fly and literally could fly in the air for like five seconds and just do things that like the human body shouldn't do. And it was just consistently good year after year. Story of Jordan. Brady's been playing for a really long time. Story of Jordan's so amazing. Like if Tom Brady were smart, he would take off this season and go try to play baseball for like a minor league team. Yeah. And take, go play with Tebow. A, take a whole season off and then come back to the NFL and like win three more championships because he took a whole NFL season off. Yeah. But didn't stop like exercising. <laughs> like yeah, wearing the 43. Did. Yeah. Just, just absolutely. How old is Brady now? He's 40, right? 39? I believe 38 or 39. Not a hundred percentile, but I remember uh, Gretzky was on the Kings uh, during the majority of our time as NHL fans. The Kings sucked, and, but Gretzky was awesome, and it was like he—I didn't know this at the time, I guess, because we were young. But it was kind of like a Shack move to LA, where they were like, "Uh, Gretzky sold out. He left Edmonton. He left Canada and went to LA." Yeah, good analogy. But that's where he made most <laughs> of his bones. Forever does the king. He, he kind of like took a big paycheck and went to a crappy team. Yeah. And he left Canada because they take that so seriously. Where's the cup now? Wherever the cup is right now, if it's not in Canada, the Canadians are all pissed. Yeah. They're yeah. pissed if it's in America. Yeah. He, he betrayed them, according to them. It was like the Shaq moved to L.A. Shaq like went from... Did Shaq go from Orlando to... L.A. Or did he go to? He went somewhere else before, right? Was it to L.A.? He, yeah, went, he from, went from Orlando. He went to the to, to, LA, to L.A. to the Suns. Then him and Kobe couldn't get along after winning three championships. Oh yeah, tell me how my ass tastes. And then they got they got Carl. Well, they actually they won three in a row. Then they got uh, 
Carl Malone and Gary Payton for one-year deals, and they lost to that. Mailman. They lost to that team of Pistons with like no Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, Rasheed Wallace and all those chaps. Do you, do you remember Shaq's rap about Kobe? Kobe had my club? ass taste. Remember, remember how, how he was ass taste. He was rapping Kobe in that club, taste. and it was so weird because he's so big. And he's like kind of hunching over, and he's like rapping about Biggie, and he's like, even Patrick Ewing, I got more rings than him, and all this. And you're like, dude, Shaq's kind of drunk. Shaq's yeah. kind. Shaq can spit pretty good. I mean, maybe his like his style isn't the best, but his like freestyle skills were pretty good for like yeah. guy drinking at the club. Yeah, yeah, he has some yeah. good uh, good rhythm with words and some good combos and Deuteronomy. sound syllables. I'm hey, you know what? I uh, I went into that album with an open mind, and I still I still liked it. Still like it yeah. this day. Yeah, it holds up. The Diesel. The Diesel. Terror. Terrorizes. Terrorizes in Oakland. Oh. A.K.A. the Golden State. Kevin Durant yeah. question roll for game two with left calf strain. Are you... Fucking kidding me! The guy hyperextends his knee a month ago. Uh, they thought he was going to miss the entire rest of the season and the playoffs, but he's back for the start of the playoffs. And in game two, he or in game one, he strains his left calf. Oh, of course. Oh, that old bit. In all in all honesty, I believe this is the Warriors just going. Hmm. Maybe we just rest him for this Trailblazer series because I think we're going to just smash them. I think we're just going to break the champagne glass and just throw it right in the gasoline tank. We're just going to peel the potato and toss their salad. <laughs> yes. Slightly, thricely, and swiftly. Like a melting pot of vegetables, herbs, and leaves. And then you're, you're peppering in some paprika, some nutmeg, and some sea salt. Warriors coach Steve Kerr said Durant didn't practice on Tuesday, noting if he didn't practice, there's concern. Durant previously missed 19 games with a strained MCL. That's the tendon I actually tore. And a bone bruise in his left Ooh. leg. So, ee, that was probably really close. So now he's like, he's not trusting his leg 100%. Therefore, injury prone. It would yeah. be amazing if they lose yep, Durant. Keep- because they could still healthy. win it all. Yeah, yeah, they could. But he would still be there on the sidelines, you know, in court. In spirit. Spirit. In spirit. Spirit. Those lone graves, this. And as the ever dragging on drama continues in the Big Apple, playoffs and lottery will decide where Carmelo Anthony goes next because Phil Jackson can hold all the press conferences he wants and say Melo uh, would be better off somewhere else, as he did. He said, yes. well, you know, he's just not winning here, so he should probably take his ball and go home. Yeah, go home and play with another team to Bobby. But Melo, again, he's got a lot of the no-trade clause. Yes. He has all the control. So I guess based on who drafts who, and who wins and who loses in the playoffs after all that dust settles in the NBA, then Melo will say, you absorb my giant 
plus million dollar contract. He turns thirty three. I can't believe in they May. agreed to that too. Yeah. How old? Thirty three. Yeah, I can't believe they that I mean to do that no clause uh segment in the contracts, really, you're giving them a lot of power that a lot of players really shouldn't have. I mean, I mean you're not the manager, you're not the owner. You need to you shouldn't have that. But I guess they thought, you yeah, know, what are we gonna do? Remember who this bonehead running the show is, the guy that like Got the whole NBA world mad at him because he kicked out Charles Oakley and called him an alcoholic. Terrible. It's that buffoon who also hired Zen master Phil Jackson, who's done jack shit with the Knicks. Yeah, he hasn't done diddly shit. Diddly poo O-L-A. Yeah. Yeah, they gave gave a lot of power, that deal. So it'll be interesting to see where Melo goes. I mean... The Sixers could easily afford him. Yeah. Not like that would be a smart move to do. He wouldn't have to change houses. He could still commute. Not like they're paying he could still, anyone. Not like they're paying anybody. They have a lot of money sitting in the bank, just throwing it out at podcast advertising. I don't know no, if I want to invest. No, you don't want him on the team. He's a ball no, hog. I think he, he's kind of getting old. He's a yeah. ball hog. Might be a, a toxic element you're leading on to a team when they're just starting to really gel and get some really great guys with the chemistry. And that might kind of throw the whole baby out with the bathwater. This gentleman here might screw things up. He, like a fool, I think, left uh, Denver when they had Chauncey Billups and they had a, a couple other people that fit in with him where he wasn't necessarily the best player on the team. And yeah. They'd split up, and they, these teams should stick together for longer runs. Remember Stockton and Malone? They Agreed. played together for like 15 years. Oh, yeah, they were synonymous. It was like Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. It's like, oh, well, we had a bad season. We'll, we'll recover and have a better one next season. Not let's yeah. blow up the team. <laughs> right. Let's destroy this. Let's tank let's for take, half a decade. Let's take years of things that fans and coaches and teammates were building up and let's just throw that in the paper wad and put it in the toilet and then close the lid and then flush it twice, once for the bulk and two for the remainder because that's what he did with the Nuggets. And that's what he's doing now, and that needs to stop. Let's take all their Uh memorabilia with the names on the back and those players that don't exist anymore and put it in the blender with a (laughs) raven's egg, testicles of a newt, (laughs) <laughs> and hit liquefy <laughs> and let's put it on setting G and after you stir it once you're going to put it in a container a Tupperware from the late 80s that still holds water and food assorted items Keeps the put it in the microwave on high 350 and add in there a dollop of bird egg whispers a suggestion of a toad's left eye and a memory of a goat's shaved scrotum. Take it out and serve it to the fans. That's what you just did. Give them something that they can't eat. So eat crow, young man. Eat crow. Eat crow. The memory of a goat's shaved scrotum. It's just a memory, though. It, it's like, oh, it was there, but they removed it halfway through the I remembered it that one time. Durant uh, experienced Remember. some cramping during Sunday's game. A 121-109 win in which Durant finished with 32 points and 10 rebounds. So, I don't know. I think it'll be fine if he takes the entire series off. Uh, they have nothing to worry about. 
No, yeah, it's fine. They're so good. Steph Curry is already playing like MVP. Uh, I mean, they're just they're such a good team. And at last, Korea. At last, boys from Jupiter At last, and certainly least. Career-long, low-life, societal, and economical drain on the teams he plays for and the cities he lives in. NFL Black Eye, Cincinnati Bengals' own resident fuck-up, Pac-Man Jones, is oh, at it again. Pac-Man Jones. Oh, this guy. Pac-Man Jones, the he, old bit. He is just... I don't understand why teams keep paying him. I guess they're hoping for what he was. To resurface. Yeah, everybody is just uh yeah, wishful thinking, I believe. Anyway, yeah. something Expensive happened. Something happened when Pac Man was uh arrested during the off season uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe Monday. And it was on video and he's screaming, uh he got irate, and then a reporter asked I know you said you were thankful for the organization. Is there anything you have to show to fans? have to prove to the fans for them to welcome you back since there were a lot of people upset with the way things went down in the offseason for you. And Pac-Man responds, didn't I just tell you not to ask me that? You out the oh interview. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a you, prima donna. <laughs> ready? You out the interview. Turn around. Go back that way. See you. Next question. That's his last interview for the year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Talking about Who does he think forward. he is? He's like an illiterate Jerry Lewis. Dude, he is a delusional maniac. Wow, his name is Pac-Man. He, Come bits, on. he bit somebody. He bit another human being. Yeah, there's something psychologically fucked when you do that. I think when you bite another human being, you should kind of be like locked up, maybe. That's yeah, scary. I think that's something maybe they should put on the tattletale cuffs. And maybe you should go away for a little bit just to cool down. Time out corner in, in county. And finally, in obscure news. Ooh, the, the wicked one of wonder. And this kind of connects back to Baylor. Everybody's just so horny. Bill O'Reilly is on the chopping block amid claim he never, no, he called black woman hot chocolate. Also, <laughs> also called some other girl one time just to chat. And she said he sounded like he was jerking off while on the phone. Oh. Can you believe yeah. this? Yeah, the Bill O'Reilly thing? It looks like they're going to ask him to, like, peace out. Yeah, dude. I was reading that. And he's not hes not in Cosby's League at this point. No. But there were seven women that came forward so far that said that he tried to, you know, get them in bed with him and to have sexual <laughs> intercourse with him. And all of them said, like, no, they couldn't do it. The thing is, nobody's... He, it's not like, oh, I slept with Bill O'Reilly. It's that nobody wants to fuck Bill O'Reilly. Oh, you know, like, you can't not. get laid. This guy, all this money in the world, he's that creepy and that much of a, like, a piece of shit that even, like, women wouldn't fuck him for his money. Yeah, I mean, if it's true, I mean, look at him. He's just got a mountain. Oh, he's awful. Egg, Humpty Dumpty head with, like, you know, he's really holding on to the hair. As, as most bald guys would tell him, you know, that have just given in to being bald and shaved their whole head, yeah. come home. It's yeah, time to come, come home. home, Bill. Shave come the whole home, head. And now, I mean, that you're going to be... Stop being in denial. You might like be guys a, have a beard. You might ball. be a convict. Shave your whole head. Bick it. Grow a goatee. Go for the, you know, the Heisenberg look. 
Maybe it'll fit. Maybe you'll yeah. get a new show from prison. Maybe you'll have a new, new fan base that will want to fuck you. Yes, like a, your own YouTube channel. Making his way down to the Fox News broadcasting booth. I believe in miracles. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Way from you sexy things. Bill O'Reilly. I believe in miracles. You know, it's funny. Riley, I think, if he ran for president, would do it the same way Trump did. He would kind of tweak the general audience that doesn't totally really understand what he's doing the whole time he's doing it, you know, with all the catchphrases and "All right, Orlando." <laughs> yes. Yeah. How we doing here, Phoenix? Right. <laughs> jump on it! Jump on it! Jump on it! Who's ready to vote? Get ready to be humble before democracy. I never liked him, Bill O'Reilly, but there was part of me that kind of uh, respected him as a as an entertainer because he was able to, you know, get people to react to him. Yeah, he is he is provoking. He's provocative. You know, yeah, like he could get a reaction. So I gotta respect him for that. But obviously, he's like super duper right wing. So I'm, I'm kind of yeah. A little he knows his brand. I mean, he's better than like Rush Limbaugh or any of those guys. He knows how to appeal. He's like a a very well spoken, like he's probably a good man at heart, but he's works for Fox Fox News. I mean, you're around negativity all the time. Yes, you know, yeah. And you have that much money. I mean, I'm not defending him, but I could see how somebody in that position is like, fuck it. You know, you gotta have yeah. some kind of like yeah. dark side. Yeah, I guess he's a great can. author. He's a great author. Is he? Believe, have you read uh, his, his books? books? Yeah, I have two of them sitting on the shelf. He's a good writer. Really? Yeah, I have Killing Lincoln, Killing Jesus. It's two, uh, he writes these books about Killing famous Lincoln. people that have died and how like their stories take place. And uh, he's, they're not biased. They're just, he's just like an author, which is weird. It's not like, oh, it's because of Obama. It's, uh, oh, wow. It's really weird. Yeah. He's like a talented guy. Yeah. I, I mean, he's an asshole, but he's got but- some talent. It's kind of like the Stern effect. He kind of knows that people that hate him sometimes tune in more than the people that enjoy him and yeah. listen to his rhetoric and propaganda. Um, I want to know what's going to say next. And he interviewed Stern one time, and I mean, no one can, you know, go back and great. forth. Lie. And they and Bill O'Reilly never like stumbled. You know, like he kept no. up with Stern the whole interview, and I was like, all right, so. He really is good at what he does, but if he's harassing yeah. women, then he's just, he's got to go. Unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. That's Unac- There's no excuse for that. Yeah, really. Yes. How much are you making? I mean, you've got, you've had this show forever, Bill, and you just can't get anyone. How about yes. you set your standards a little lower than the Fox News anchors? They're all right. like, it's just smoking hot, aren't they? Yeah. That's what he's got to do. It's just, you tell me there's, he's got, he's famous with, Billions and billions of dollars. He, Good. He's a, he's a younger guy. I mean, he's old, but he's not like in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's Can't find someone to fuck you? Really? Really? Get realistic. Get realistic with your expectations. You got to get Just smart. You got to do it this way. This is how you do it. You Fantastic. There's some great people. It's going to be very smart. Paprika, some nutmegs, some new testicles. It's going to be wild. Talk to your... Uh, talk to your... Uh, 
Talk to you down soon. Squid at the underscore podcastle. Do you want to uh, start shaving and leveling this one into the W column, my lord? And that. Uh, what was that? What was it? Crickets. Did you see The Last Jedi teaser trailer? No, I haven't watched it yet. I saw it came out. Did it blow you? Did it blow your load? Uh, well, there's probably the most controversial line in any Star Wars trailer okay. ever. With what like, the line? The foreshadowing of what's to come in this movie. I mean, really? the, whole, the whole thing is Luke talking to Ray. Yeah. He's like, breathe, and and he's like, there is only one truth. The Jedi must end. And then it's like. <laughs> This Christmas, yeah. yeah. I thought the title itself, "The Last Jedi." You're like, no, oh, can't be the last. He is. Can't be the last. He's the last Jedi. The creator even like confirmed that. He said, "Yes, yeah. Je- Luke is the last Jedi." So I don't know what that means. Maybe there's something new, something evolved. Maybe he's gonna die from Jedi. No, no, no. I think no. he's in the, he's in the ninth one, so he doesn't die. It's confirmed. Uh, hopefully. You know, Jen hates that. She scares her when I go, So she's like, stop it, stop it, stop it. So we'll be like, getting in the mood. You know, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be getting, getting salacious. We'll be getting kind of saucy. Lights will be out. There'll be some. Some digital underground playing on low. Getting slippery. Getting slippery. Having on the, the paid Pandora station, so some mattress commercials interrupt my grind, interrupt my flow. We'll be getting down and dirty. Palm trees be blown, and all of a sudden you'll hear, I know, I know, I know, I know. Boner goes down, laughs go up. Welcome to the podcast. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Charge of Carmelo Anthony's hair, Jonathan Assinger. I am the guy who has never been to Talladega but really wants to go. Matthew Clark saying thank you so much for listening to Nerd 35 and good night, everyone. Godspeed. Unicorns and wizard sleeves, hammer pants and make believe, pirate ships sailing off to sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle, in my castle, in my castle. This is for the freaks and for my magicians Booty clapping, lap dancing technicians Dance parties in the name of Great Britain And American girls who love a Detroit piston Like Dennis Rodman, I got a rod, man Oh yeah! A long wong dong and a soft hand And a ping pong, ping schlong, let's all dance From England to Stockholm I'm wearing a cape just like a poncho I got a cutie and I'm making a beat on a booty Like I was a Bonnaroo beating up on a bongo I got a bottle of Martinelli's and dumping it all over Anybody that's kicking it in the grotto And the neighbors keep tripping I'm like I'm in a castle Fuck your condo Unicorns and wizard sleeves Hammer plants and make-believe Pirate ships sailing off the sea Sailing off the sea Sailing off the sea Unicorns and wizard sleeves, hammer pants and make believe. Pirate ships sailing off the sea. Will you come party with me in my castle? In my castle. In my castle. In my castle. Yeah. You like to party? I'm a party.
party. You like to wander, I am a wanderer. Your thighs are the closet to Narnia. Is it cool if I go and get lost in that? I'm the lion, the witch in the wardrobe. Massage my lap, I have a sore bone. Of course, cold on the dance floor, like an Eskimo's holes in the North Pole with both toes poking out of the two holes in the Eskimo socks. I'm hot, like a cauldron from a warlock wearing sweatpants and a sauna. Who's your father? I'm not. I'm motherfucking raving Bowie, and here's my cock. Rooster, cock a doodle doo, sir. Take a hit of the hookah, now make it drop. Girl's booty was bigger than the stomach of Rick Ross. <laughs> Holy mother mountain of tender tendon to get lost in. Pounce, bounce, that castle booty, that bottom. Make it wobble, wobbly, wobble till my third leg has to hobble. Yeah! You don't want to look back on this night and think I should have been freaking on a booty. Will you come party with me in my castle, in my castle? 